So good. It's exciting. There's a lot of... Everyone's clapping a lot. It's good. I could do some, uh, a little dance move. Uh, see what... No, I'm just joking. No, I'm right I won't do it. Tell, whoa, okay, wow. That was a real... I promise next time I preach, I'll do a special moonwalk for you all. Okay, now, um, just, just really quickly before, before we get our speaker up. Um, how many people have ever done a prophetic intensive with me online or in the church here? Yep, I've got some great news. We, as a church in the afternoon service, in two weeks, are about to do a full prophetic intensive. So we're really excited about that. It is not... This is... Dee's now going, okay, hold on a second. She was doubling up, tripling up. She's double dipping, triple dipping. There'll be nothing left of her with the subtractions and the additions. But it's really, really, we're really excited about it. Next week, I will, in the morning service and the afternoon service, kind of give us a bit of a heads up so we can start to be prayerfully considering what God is speaking to us personally about as we step into the intensive time. Is that cool? Now, obviously, if you are doing Luminate, I mean... If you come to this service, it's going to be in the afternoon service. So if you don't come, is what it is. Okay, I'll just leave that there. So it's going to be really, really amazing. The format is going to look different. So I'm just letting you know it's not going to be exactly the teaching as it has been in the past. It's going to be there'll be some of that, but it will be it will be uh, uh, orchestrated effectively for the afternoon services. And we're really, really excited about it. How many people are excited about that? It's going to be really, really wild, and it will get us in good shape for the new year. How many people uh, know that sometimes you drop frequency as you come over Christmas? No one here has ever dropped frequency. That's why we come back in the new year and we're like, it's like starting a lawnmower and everyone's like, well, where is everyone? And normally people come back in February, but what, what our goal for the prophetic intensive is, is that people would come back in January. That would be, is that okay? And I'm not talking about being back in the building. I'm talking being back here. How many people have ever come back from holiday and you haven't arrived yet? Well, we'd like everyone to arrive in January this year. It'd be really good. Awesome. So it's really, we're really excited about that. I will give more information, morning and afternoon services for the next couple of weeks, just so people can be prayerfully consider, considering what that looks like for them personally. Awesome. Everyone good? We are in for a treat this afternoon. A treat because we have the one and only Joshua Waskett coming to bring a word this afternoon. So why don't we stand to our feet and welcome Joshua as he comes. Come on. There is a lot of clapping in here today. Wow. Oh, bless you guys. Bless you. Thank you, Bill. All righty. All right. Well, I just want to pray first just to set the tone. So, um... Father God, in the mighty, precious name of Jesus, we come together as one. We thank you that we are one spirit with you. This house is filled with your river, Father. We thank you for the worship that goes before us. We thank you for the, the, the triumphant victory that goes before us in your name through the worship. We just invite the spirit, well, I invite, we invite the spirit of the living God into this place. I invite the river of God to fill this place, to flow through every aisle, every seat, every heart, Lord God. I just ask you to do whatever you want to do, Father. I thank you for everything that um, I believe you've given me. I choose to surrender it before you. It's yours. As I open my mouth, I thank you for filling it, Father. Your kingdom come, your will be done in Jesus' name. All righty. Um, I don't know why I'm. I don't know why I'm emotional. Like I, I should be nervous. I'm not. I'm actually. 
I'm in a sweet spot. It's God's grace, but I'm actually, I don't know, it's, I feel like I've just won an Oscar and I'm about to thank people. I'm getting emotional. That sort of, I don't know why, but thank you. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> okay, so it, it's funny. This morning I was up the back on Projector, which I do spend a fair bit of time up there, and I, not because I've been told to do it. I, I like doing it. It's a, it's a great spot to be. You, I mean, the view up here is better than this, uh, better than that, because I'm actually seeing faces, not the back of heads. Um, so it's beautiful, beautiful to see your faces. But this morning up on the projector, when Todd got up, and obviously that was all a bit of a free flow, complete free flow, because he landed, I think he came straight from the airport. Yeah. So he, he did what he does best, and just, he just ad-libbed, and the Holy Spirit did his thing. But I'm up the back there and I'm going, oh, wow, thank you, Lord. So I don't, Todd obviously wasn't meant to talk about that today because he said he wanted to talk about the mountain, which he will bring up. Um, but what he did talk about was some of the things that the Lord has given me to share today. So I'm up the back going, oh, okay, thank you, Father, because, yeah, you know what the enemy's like. He's like, ah, you haven't got it, you haven't got it, yeah, yeah. So I'm, last night I was like, just back, you know. So that, that thank you. Got him. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, that, that, that was good. That was confirming it. But it also ties in with what he was saying because, you know, we, we all know that the enemy, like Todd keeps talking about as well, the cycles of history for decades and centuries, like you go all the way back, the cycles of the enemy's strategies and plans to take out the world, to take out humanity, to take out believers, to shut it all down. That's his, it, that's his operating system. That's his that's his goal, that's it. And the last two or three years, I mean, I'm sure most people could, or maybe those who are my age perhaps, but I'm early 40s and I have never seen anything like I've seen in the last three years. I've never, I've never heard, the, I've never seen the airwaves and heard the airwaves so polluted with fear. Like, it's just insane. I've never seen people just come into alignment so quickly with something. Like, they've come into alignment with something faster than the church does, and that concerns me. You know, like, the majority... And I think Todd was saying it this morning, um, or was it Wednesday, maybe, um, how the enemy just needs the majority to come into agreement, and then, you know, the plan plays out. That's, that's it. I think it was this morning. And, and that's the thing that is a real concern to me, and that's what I've noticed in the last three years. Like, it's like, come on, guys. Like, I'm not... Not here, it's, as Todd would say, it's a church down the road. But, <laughs> but with, with all of that negativity, like we're, we're surrounded by it, it's, it's, it gets drummed into us. It, you can't escape it. But what the enemy realizes, what he doesn't realize, as he always does, he overplays his hand. So what, what's happening, obviously we've seen that groundswell of, of, the, of the movement, the people that are, you know, God's people rising up and, and you know, all the church and state stuff. And the devil's about to, you know, cop an absolute hiding from the remnant. And, you know, I can't wait for that to happen. We, we obviously still have a bit of work to do. But in terms of all the negativity, the fear, the darkness, all of that stuff, what, what I can't get over is it, it's, it's the airwaves. Because it, it's people at work. All I hear about it is people at work talking about it. On the street, people are talking about it. Bus, the, the, the bus stops, the billboards. Everywhere I go, it's just flooded with it. And, and it, it, you know, it, I just, it does my head in. I don't like it. It triggers me. It concerns me. But in, what was I going to say? The enemy is flooding the airwaves. 
like the waters across the globe, like it's just, it's just covering the globe, like we've seen that the last three years. But as um, Psalm uh, 93 says, the Lord on high is mightier than the noise of many waters, than the mighty waves of the sea. So the Lord's voice, our God, his voice is greater and louder than the noises, the waters of, of the enemy, right? The enemy's just going to keep coming, he's going to keep coming, he's going to keep coming, but we, again, have to do the old, the, you know, the Bradman block. Um, but the main thing is, I think, what we, and this, I'm not, I feel like today is, is like a, it's like a word of encouragement, that's how I feel it is. It's, like, it's a word of encouragement to A, keep going, but also just to remind and I know, I know we practice this and we do do this, but, you know, there, there is more stuff coming. We, we can't just roll over and take it. We've got to push back, like Todd was saying this morning. But we can't, you know, we, we've got to be, we've got to, we've got to know what it is, we, we, but we can't f- focus on it and, and magnify it. Um, we need to be informed, but not in fear. You know, that, that's the key. So the, the onslaught of the enemy, there may be more stuff coming, doesn't mean all of it's going to play out. That's the other thing. I think we need to be careful with what we say as well. Like when we say, oh, this is going to happen. Yet some of it will happen because it's, it's you know, uh, governments and stuff have signed, it, signed up to say, yeah, it's, it's coming. But still, it doesn't mean it's all going to come. Like we have, we're the only, the only, I guess, entity on this earth that has the ability to push back and go, no, not on our watch. So that's, that's what's starting to swell, I think, even, in, even this year. And stuff like church and state is a big part of it. It's, it's really exciting. Um, but again, we can't focus on the problem. We have to focus on the solution. And we know that is, that's our God. We know that. As the wonderful Graham Cook would say, um, I need to, yeah, uh, hang on. I'm going I'm to have a crack at a Graham Cook impression as well, actually. <laughs> While I'm at it. I, 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 and this one's for Daryl, because I know he's a big Graham Cook fan, as am I, but... I think Daryl trumps me. Um, all right. In the kingdom, every problem comes with a promise and a provision attached to it. There is no problem in your life that doesn't have a promise or a provision in the same space. Right? Yeah. A little bit. I only thought about doing that like two days ago, so I haven't really practiced. <laughs> but that one's for Daryl. Um, yeah, I was thinking as well, like, <laughs> I know Daryl's a fan. I was, I was thinking if, if Graham Cook ever released a, like, a sneaker label, I think I know he's buying all of the stock. That'd be good. <laughs> um, yeah, but as, as Graham's saying, though, it's, what he's saying is, and I love this, in the kingdom, as, as, as kids of God, as, as children of God, in the kingdom, when a tribulation, because like, as Jesus said in John, when they come, not if, when a problem or a tribulation comes into our space, that problem has a, pro, a, a promise attached to it and a provision attached to it every time. We're never faced with just the problem. So the world sees that, the enemy's like, yeah, problem, problem, and, and they gobble it up and come under it, but we're going, we, but we can't, we have to see it and go, okay, you're planning that, we'll push back or no or whatever, but we see it, we don't focus on it, we don't go, it just, it, like Todd always says, you know, you, you focus on it, you empower it, it, it gets bigger, and, and then you can't see the promise or the provision, but like what Graham's saying, when the problem comes, you go, yeah, okay, whatever, 
you look straight away to the promise and the provision, you focus on that, that overtakes the, pro- uh, the problem and just swallows it up and you actually can't see the problem. It just gets done away with. So I think that, in the, you know, A, I think that's how we should be, you know, we need to be, but especially in the days to come. We need to focus on the, the promise and the provision attached to any problem, no matter what it is. Um, and it's, it's a bit like, uh, you know, it, it makes me think of when Peter walked on the water, you know, like he, he was all good. Like he was focused on the promise, the provision. And then he went, oh, hang on a minute. And he looked at the problem and that's when he, you know, he, he fluffed it. He absolutely fluffed it. Like he's... So I, that's what it's like. We need to keep focused on the promise and the provision and that is Christ. Jesus is our promise. He's our provision 24-7. It, it makes me think of a time I... Um, Back in 2017, I took my wife, Sophia, over to New Zealand because we used to live there for a bit. We've actually got some Kiwi blood in us. So you, wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to tell, but we've actually got a little bit of Māori blood in us, eh? Just a, just a little bit, just a touch. Um, a, a touch from across the Dutch. Um, yeah, so we're, my, I'm a dad's side, so my, my grandfather's a full-blown Kiwi. So Em and I actually have... No, dad's got that much, we've got that much, but we, it's in the blood. Anyway, I lived over there, loved it. New Zealand is an incredible place. And I, you know, I was there for four and a half years. Sophia kept hearing about it. So I finally took her over and I just said, you know, look out the window, I'll take you around. Did two, uh, two weeks around the south. On the way back up, back up to Picton, which is the top of the South Island, we, you know, flew, got a little plane to get back to Wellington because she didn't want to take the ferry again because it was too rough. And anyway, we got on this, we're waiting for the plane to rock up at this tiny regional little airport, like a, literally like, I don't know, 10 times bigger than, it was tiny. And... And we're sitting there, and we saw the ad for, for the plane, you know, Sophia's like, no, I don't want to get the ferry, can we get the plane? So yeah, yeah, tiny little plane, a bit like the sort of ones that you get from KI, like they're, you know, they're small, but they're modern, they're decent, they're okay. That was on the ad, that's not what we got. <laughs> we're, sitting in the, we're sitting in the tin shed, and, and it kind of was, and we're just sitting there, and I'm just looking around, and then we hear this, uh... and Sophia was like, what, what is that? And, and she looks out and she goes, oh my gosh, that's the plane, far out. It was not what we saw on the ad. It was the older version. It was, it was the version that they're probably like, oh, one more flight and then we'll, then we'll dutch it and we'll get another one, we'll, you know. So it, it, she was freaking out. So her problem was already there. Like she's focused on the plane going, oh my gosh, that's a problem. You know, she was, we get in the plane. And anyway, as we're landing into Wellington, which is only it's like a, I don't know, 20 minute flight between, it's not long. We're coming to Wellington, windy Wellington, and, and I know the deal, I've been there enough. It does get pretty windy, pretty wild, pretty dark, pretty stormy sometimes, and it, you know, but we had never been there. We're, we're, we're landing, coming into, the moment we sort of came into Wellington, it was almost like a principality. I'm not saying it was, but it was like that. It was like just surrounding the, we just literally came into this big black cloud. It was massive. It was like a disaster movie. We got swallowed up. We disappeared. We couldn't see anything. We look, I looked out. I was like, I can't see anything. It's just black. It was, it was freaky. The things just... It was like a lawnmower with wings. That's what it was like. Hey? Like, it was just... Oh, it was, and Sophia's just going, yeah. And I was like, are you good? And she's like, yeah, yeah. I'm going, so no, look, out, look, look at how dark it is. Goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she wasn't even... Anyway, the, the storm, it was crazy. We're just trying to land. And I, I, looked, I remember looking, I was directly behind the pilot, and it was probably as far as I am to Emily. Like, it was, not, like it was tiny. And he was so chilled out. Like, he was just like this. He was, it was almost boring to him, you know. He's just sort of like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Okay, come on. 
not one care in the world. And, and that's what it's like. It, like Jesus is our captain. He's our pilot. You know, he's the one driving. He's all flying. And even though there was this crazy storm, which it did, I actually got a little bit panicky. Not once or twice, I was like, okay. But it was all good. But he was focused. It was like, you know, face like flint, soul focused. He knew what he was doing. He'd carved out all that, you know, the training and everything, you know, like cultivating worship and coming into the presence of the Lord and being in the Word. Like he cultivated that with, you know, his flight, um, you know, training and stuff. <clears throat> And it was so chilled out. So that really, that, that, I was reminded of that the, the other day. Um, it's, that's what it's like with, with any storm. Like Christ is the pilot, but we have, to let him, we have to let him fly the plane too. You know, we can't just go, no, 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 no sit in the back, you know. But he, he's always going to take us there, but we have to keep our eyes focused on him. You know, just, just don't look out the window. Um, and, in, and in the days to come when more of, or if, stuff comes then you know focus again on the on the promise and the provision um i just want to look at a few promises and provisions um regarding the sort of things that they say are going to happen and you know some of them have started to happen and some of them will happen but maybe not all but regardless this is what the lord says so if we could um just get uh psalm 37 ready ben please if you can so if they're, they're talking about possible food shortages you know no food all of that sort of stuff but those with the oil in their lamps those that have cultivated those that have been together you know with the lord building it up they shall not be ashamed in the evil time and in the days of famine they shall be satisfied that's a promise and that's a provision it's it's all in christ they talk about being you know making it hard or not even able to buy or trade in the days to come But as Isaiah 55 says, and we know this one, I've got to do the Todd thing too. I remember when I made that funny video. I almost put this in the video, actually. When he... (laughs) Sorry, I'm doing the Todd thing. I'm having my own little moment. Um, It's it's contagious. No, I remember this scripture, though, when he did it. He was like, he goes, he's ready. He goes, ho, everyone. He goes, ho! That's how you got to read it, like that. Anyway. Um, anyway, so yeah, food, uh, not being able to buy or trade, but the Lord says, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters, and you who have no money, come buy and eat. Yes, come buy wine and milk without money, without price. So again, promise provision every single time. Um, engineered sickness and death, we've seen that, they're planning more, whether it plays out or not, we'll see, it's up to us really, but regardless, if more engineered sickness and death comes along, Psalm 91, we know that. That's, we, we, that's that, you know, being under him, in him, no plague, no sickness, nothing. We all know that one. Another promise, another provision. Engineer climate change, we were talking about that again this morning. You know, they hammer that one on at the moment. But as Jeremiah says, Jeremiah 17, um, Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and whose hope is in the Lord. For he shall be like a tree planted by the waters which spreads out its roots by the river and will not fear when heat comes, but its leaf will be green and will not be anxious in the year of drought, nor will cease from yielding fruit. So whether the, the weather gets crazy or not, you know, I know that's you know, it's, it's a spiritual thing, but it, it, it's still in the natural too. That all, it's, it's the manner, it's the spiritual element. He's, he's got all bases covered. Um, so no matter what it looks like, no matter what's coming, Jesus is our promise, he's our provision. And as the darkness may increase, 
the light will increase. We know that. Deep darkness to people. It's, it's, it's already pretty dark, <laughs> but I'm sure it's going to get darker. But we're going to get brighter. And in that darkness, this is when we get to see the Lord really show up and show off. And that's the part I can't wait for. Like we are going to see, uh, yeah, it's just the, the, the devil's butt is going to be royally kicked and I can't wait for it. We're going to walk in such, I really believe, like in, in, in the next little while as well, the darkness may increase, but we are going to walk in such abundance in the Lord. And, and I can't wait because it, just that alone, like with people, if there is shortages or whatever, we'll be walking in abundance as per those and many other scriptures. And, and that will be enough of, you know, our friends going, how the heck did you, you know, that, I mean, surely that's a, it's a sign and a wonder. So that's going to bring, we're going to see so many, so many um, amazing moments, I think, of not, not even having to talk about the Lord, just, just surviving, you know, in, in, in goodness and peace will be enough to get conversations going and, and people wanting what we have. Um, Psalm 23 talks about, you know, walking in the shadow of death. To me, you know, I'll put in brackets, hardship, um, evil, smart cities even. Even though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, our enemies, the dictators, the oppressors, all of those guys, forget about it, don't worry about it. You know, in him we're good. Like it's, 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 but again, we have to be in him. Um, we, we really, you know, I know we've, we've, worked, we've talked about um, building the intimacy with the Holy Spirit, but again, I think the Lord is saying, don't camp where, you're at, where you've been at or you've, you've found that intimacy. But he's, I think this is what this is about for me. What I feel the Lord's saying is like, cool, you built up the intimacy, but don't stop there. Don't camp in that space. Keep going. Keep building. Keep digging. Keep going. Like, I'm an endless well. Keep digging. Don't just stay here and go, oh, cool, that's good. He, he's calling us deeper. And we need to be. Um, what was I going to do? Where is this going? Hang on. Yeah, so with what's coming or, or any, any problem that may arise, God is our solution like we've established. Like he's our promise, he's our provision. God is our, our, our solution. But God's solution for the earth is you and I. God's solution, like Todd was saying today, predominantly the Lord works through his people. Like yeah, he can do anything at any moment, but he just chooses to use his vessels. So God's our solution for problems, but his solution for the, for the earth's problems and the evil and all that is us. So again, he's saying, guys, keep doing what you've been doing, but keep going, keep going. Don't settle and go, oh, it's nice, yeah, it's good, oh, yeah, we've gone up a level. Let's go up another level. Like the worship here, we know it's great. It, it's always amazing. We've talked about it recently. Again, it's gone up another level. But a lot of it has to do with everyone out here, right? I'm sure you guys would agree I'm, I'm you know, putting you on the spot, but... But, but the worship team, they build it out, they carve it out. But, it, but so is everyone here because we're corporately doing it and things are changing. We are seeing the groundswell in here change again. Like, it's, it's great. And, and I love it. Like, up the back, I, I, it's a great view. And I see everyone engaging. And I'm there going, oh, Lord, man, how can you? You can't, you can't not. And I know he doesn't um, ignore it or he can't see or whatever. But he can't. With, with the passion and the hunger that I'm seeing from the back here with everyone here and everyone up here, the amount of times in the last couple of weeks I've actually in worship said to the Lord, Lord, you can't, um, what's it, what, what, oh, far out, I forgot the word. Yeah, this is irresistible to you. You can't, you can't not move on this, Lord. How, like, I'm not having a go at him. I'm just saying it's about to pop off. You know what I mean? Like it's, 
it, it, it really feels like we're about to pop. And in that popping, he's just going to really move. And because and, it's, it's building and it's, it's, it's getting to that point. It's like, a, it's like a water balloon filling up with water. Like it's, it's going to pop. Um, so what I was saying before about coming in deeper, the Lord's been talking to me about rivers a lot lately for quite a while. But um, for the last two weeks when I was sort of prepping for this, well, not sort of prepping, I was prepping for this, um, <laughs> the Lord very quickly spoke to me about the river again being being the spirit and again told us talking about it this morning about coming into the spirit being with the spirit engaging the spirit just just it's all about being in the spirit we can't um we can't succeed with the things the lord wants to do unless we're in the spirit we can't go up we can't go deeper we it's all about the spirit it's the river so natural rivers we know a lot of them start at the tops of mountains and flow down into the valleys. The same, you know, um, as, as the word says in, in Revelations 22, God's river flows from his, from his tabernacle, from his mountain. He showed me a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding from the throne of God and of the Lamb. And also in Daniel 7.10, God's river flowing from his, from his throne, from his mountain, a fiery stream issued and came forth from before him. So I've been really engaging the river of the Lord, the, the, the Holy Spirit, and, and, you know, picturing his throne. And like, like, you know, I see it on the top of a mountain and just coming through and down into the valleys. And that's where he, he meets us when we are in our valleys. He, he waters us. He, he sustains us. He comforts us. You know, it's in our valleys, in our hardships his river, like, yes, we have the river of living water in us, but, you know, he meets us in our valleys, from his mountain down into the valleys. And in that place, though, I, I feel that the, like, the Lord is, um, he's wanting us to, to partake of his river like never before, but not just to partake of it, to, to really get submerged in it. Um, Psalm 36, if we could put that one up, Ben. Um, it says, they are abundantly satisfied with the fullness of your house and you give them drink from the river of your pleasures. You just keep that up there. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, oh no, go back, please. Yeah, you just keep that up for a sec. So the word pleasures in Hebrew is delight, pleasure and luxury. It's also the same. There's two words that are used for Eden and this is one of them. So you think about Eden, it's, it was perfect. Everything was perfect. That, that's, and that's the original design too, right? Like it's everything, it, it's just, like it says, delight, pleasure, luxury. So when, when the Lord's saying, come and drink, like he'll give us drink from the river of his pleasures, he's from, his, from his river, his realm of perfection, luxury, it's, everything's perfect. Everything we, have, uh, we need is, is in the river, it's in him. So I really feel the Lord is saying, again, to come deeper, but I shouldn't say too much, but a lot of the body of Christ across the globe, in my opinion, because uh, I, I sort of had a bit of a, like the Lord showed me, you know, a bit of a vision about this, and, and we, we see it and we hear it, but um, a, a decent portion of the body of Christ across the globe are camped at the river, they're by the river, they partake of it, they have a drink only when they need something and then they, you know, it's all good, we'll stay in the field and do what we're doing. Some of them 
are going that way, away from the river, to dig a well. Oh, we're thirsty, let's dig a well. No, 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 turn around, go back. You know, they're going the wrong way. Then there's the portion of the body of Christ that are in the river, but they're, you know, knee-deep, and they're just wading in the waters. Again, getting in and out, but they don't really go past that point because, like they say, when you're in the water, once, once the water goes over your knee, you actually lose control of the current, you know. So it's almost like they're, they're, they're sort of like, yeah, we're in the river, but we're, we're, you know, we've got the Holy Spirit in a box, effectively, I guess, keeping control. But then there's the other portion, the remnant, in my opinion, that are abandoning everything and going into the river and going right into the middle of the river, right into the middle of the current, into the heart of the Lord, the Holy Spirit. And as we are, you know, we're to be, we are one spirit with him, but he calls us into that oneness as well. And it, we've got to, that's on us as well to come into that. And, and I was picturing, I saw like the remnant coming into the middle, abandoning everything and just being so intertwined with the Lord like the current is one and it's moving as one and it's powerful and it's, you know, it, it, it changes direction, it obliterates stuff, whatever. But that's how I saw the, the remnant sort of coming into the Lord as, as one current. And, and I feel like the Lord is saying, you know, again, go deeper, come deeper. Leave the shores behind, leave your cares behind, what you've been doing in the past, whatever it is, just leave it and just come into the river and trust me. It's a place of, you know, obviously it's a place of provision and peace and everything, but it's, it's the discernment is in the river. And we need that more than ever before, I think, in the coming days. Um, wisdom, counsel, understanding, all of that, it's all in the river. It's not by the river, it's in the river. Um, and he's calling, I think he's, well, I think, I believe, really believe that the Lord is calling the church to come into a, a, a greater level of abandonment and um, obedience as well, to be so, you know, so ready to do what he says at any given moment because we're coming into a season where more and more people are going to be uh, brokenhearted because as the Lord destroys the lives of the enemy in the media in particular and governments more and more people are going to realize that they've been lied to for so long and their foundations are going to crack and crumble and they're going to freak out they already they're already it's already crackling we know that there's cracks in the wall but when the structures come down people are going to really really be hurting and their whole reality is going to be twisted up and they everyone's searching for truth we know that but when those walls come down because that was their truth but when they realize that that truth was actually lying to them for so long and made them do things or, you know, disassociate from family or whatever, it's going to break them right down. And they will be so desperate, so hungry, so needy, and that's when, we rock, that's when we step in. So we have to be ready in and out of season at all times to go when the Lord says go, to do something, to say something. You know, so again, that's in the river. It's, it's that building that intimacy. Um, if we could put Psalm 32 up... <clears throat> I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will guide you with my eye. Again, the Hebrew word for teach there is direct, point, shoot, and direct the flow. So again, that's like a river. Even, even my eye, like the word eye in Hebrew, yes, it means eye, but it actually, it actually I, I was surprised when I saw this, it actually also means spring and fountain. So it's... It, it's coming right into the eye, not the eye of the storm, but, you know, the eye of the, of the Holy Spirit. Like it's, but yeah, I, 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 this is the, 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 the middle of the river, the, the, the center point of the Lord is where we, we really need to, look. I know we're there, but we, 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 it's like, 
I don't know, it's hard to explain how it feels to me. I know we're there, but I still think we straddle a bit, maybe some more than others. Um, but I really believe the Lord is saying it's time to really let go of the shore. It's really time to let go of, you know, unbelief or doubt or fear or whatever and just come right in. In the river, in that point, the Lord gave me a vision about that. We're in the flow of him, but the remnant, not, not just staying in the flow and going, yeah, cool, I'm in the river, yeah, Lord, we're doing whatever, I'm, I'm being obedient, yeah, you're blessing me, yeah, I'm moving here and I'm doing this, yeah, that's great. The remnant, I believe, I saw a, a vision of, of, and I'll say us, but I saw us in the, in the flow of the river and we all turned around and did a 180 and looked back up to the source, which, you know, I guess that's a bit of a mountain, more of a hill, but, you know, that'll do. But we turned around in the flow and directed ourselves at the flow is you know smashing us in the face and like the the salmon that swim upstream i had a vision of um and i I wrote it down because i I didn't want to forget it but there's um uh they're called sock sock eye salmon so i had this vision of us as salmon swimming upstream and then the lord reminded me of a david attenborough thing that i saw a while back this the sock eye salmon you know so they turn around and go upstream, and while they're going upstream, because they want it, that's for migration and to, to um, uh, you know, have babies and stuff. Um, <laughs> that's not what we're doing. But they, they go upstream, and they, while they're going upstream, though, they actually change, they completely transform. And I was like, wow. They go from a silver colour to this bright, fiery red. Their whole body changes, and their mouth changes, and they become, like I said, it's... Sock eye, I don't know what that's got to do with it, but their mouth sort of turns over and they form these really weird teeth. They actually turn kind of ugly, I think. So I think we're going to go from glory to glory. They might go to, <laughs> from ugly to uglier. But, but I, the Lord really spoke to me. He was like, I want you to get in the river, but don't just be content with that. Don't camp there. Keep going because I'm endless. I'm, I'm, I'm eternal. I'm, I'm, I'm just... I'm, I'm constant. There is no end of me. So I'd never stop. Never go, oh, cool, I've, I've made it. We never go, we'll never make it. We'll, there's always more ground to take. There's always more of his heart to come into. So the Lord was saying, get in the flow. That's good, but turn around. Go the other way. Don't go with the rest. Of it. Go the other way. So I believe he's calling the remnant. Whoever wants to be the remnant can be the remnant. You know, it, it's up to you. But I saw the remnant going up to the, to the mountaintop, the source of where the water was coming. And that looks like ascension. That, you know, it's going up. And as we ascend, the higher we go, the more ground we take, the more mountains we take. And you know, once we get to the mountain, once we actually, we are there, I know that. But, but it's that place of ruling and reigning and governing. Like, as we migrate, as we migrate, we're not migrating. <laughs> I'll get David Attenborough in my head now which then takes me again to the Todd video, far out. <laughs> but as we know, the, the, the closer we get to the Lord, the more we radiate him, the more, we, um, the more we're changed, less of us, more of him. The more we radiate him, the more impact we're going to see in, in our local areas and the neighbourhoods and whatnot. But collectively as a church, though, like across the globe, if we go up that river and go to the mountain and rule and reign and take land, take, you know, another level, another level, then it's not just local communities, it's states, it's nations, it's governments. It's, and that's what will happen. It's coming. It, it's coming. And I, I'm, I, don't, I really don't want 
the, the cycle of history repeating. Like the Israelites, again, 40 years. Forget about it. Like we've been doing that for too long. Enough is enough. We, as the body of Christ, we know it. Like we know it here. We talk about it enough. Not enough. We need to keep talking about it. It's good. But we talk about it a lot. But I, I believe that we are going to see, I believe it, and I'm, I'm, I'm declaring it, in my lifetime that I am going to see the stuff that has been cycling through is, is breaking. In my lifetime, I believe it, it's breaking. We are the, we're the circuit breakers. I believe we're the cycle breakers. And I'm speaking it out. I'm declaring it over you. I'm speaking it out over this state. I declare that South Australia is the gate of the South, but South Australia will be the circuit breaker. South Australia will be the cycle breaker, and from here, it will affect all the other cycles, and everything will come into alignment, like, again, like the current. But it, I really believe it, it start, obviously starts with the body, but I do believe there's a special call on this state. And, yeah, it's, it's exciting. It's very exciting. Um, it, I was trying to remember what the movie was, but there's a, there's a movie where... Uh, I can't... It was like a, a catastrophe... Uh, what do you call it? Um, disaster movie like a natural disaster end of the world type thing they're kind of fun um <laughs> but at the end i can't remember but there's all these mountains and they got flooded but at the very end they because a lot of the people got wiped out someone uh lifted up a torch to let whoever was out there know that there's survivors and they're right on top of the mountain and there's this massive flame and then another flame appears on another mountain like kilometers away and that's what I see as like the church. It's like every time we take a mountain, it's like a stake in the ground. It's the fire of the Lord. That one's taken. Okay, we've got six more. That one's taken. That one's taken. That one's taken. We click, we click them all and we've got flames on all of them. The devil's been booted out. We've reclaimed the land and we've taken more land. And game, game's over. Then we get to go and, you know, be one with him where we really want to be. You know, like, I love this, but, you know, oh. So yeah, I, 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 but I just, I just want to see, I just want to see the devil get booted out. Like I'm so sick of him. I, I, you know, my family, not my immediate family, but you know, family members. Like we can all agree, we can all, um, uh, you know, we can all testify to that. We've all got family members and work colleagues. I just want to see transformation, and it's coming. I, I, I just, I, I love it, but it is so up to the church. And again, this is what the Lord is saying. Like. It's on you guys. I'll, I'll do my thing, but I'm, 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 I want to use you. You're my people, and you're, you're my warriors. You're my spearhead, you know? And I'm sending forth the spearhead in this season to do more damage, but I need you to come into me. I need you to go deeper. Don't camp. Don't go, yeah, that's good. Keep coming into me and, and watch how far I send you. You're, every time you open your mouths, the fire goes out, the arrows go out, and we, we take the ground, but we need to, we need to come into the river. So, <clears throat> how long, what time do I, I'm not used to the afternoon, yeah? Um, uh, where was I? Yes, okay. Uh, yeah, right, so Psalm 42, the Lord commands, every day he commands his blessings. He commands his blessings, he commands his kindness, it's... It's a commandment from the Lord to bless Marissa every single day. That's his commandment. But it's, oh, now, now I feel like I'm singing, in, this is the bad part of it. But if Marissa doesn't come into the river, you know, but not Marissa, someone else. 
But the, the commandment of the Lord daily upon his people is blessings, abundance, all of this stuff. It's a, it's a commandment from the Lord daily. And we've, we've got that. It's ours. But we have to be, he's calling us deeper and closer to, to walk in the fullness of that loving kindness and that goodness. Because again, like I said before, I feel like some of the church, they've, they've only touched a little bit of that. But I think once we really, really come into him and let go and go deeper and again increase the, the intimacy with the Lord in the morning, at night, whatever you do. But like, I, I remember hearing that with the, um, the prophetic intensive with Daryl a few years ago, changed my life about getting up, and, and Todd goes on about it as well, but getting up early in the morning. Every day, just do it. Give your first fruits. Give, give that first time. I know we've talked about it a lot, but that has changed my world. And I'll never, I'm, I, I want to I be as good as Daryl in this because he was saying the other day that he he's, hasn't really missed a morning. <laughs> but, I, you know, I, I'm a hit and miss. But I, I do, I have noticed a change in that. But I, I do believe, like, I think, I think it was Daryl said it recently, the whole body of Christ, he's convinced the whole body of Christ should be doing this, every single one of us. And I think when the body of Christ does do that, that's sort of coming into the river. Collectively, that's, that's, a, that's a dangerous dangerous combination towards the enemy. Um, so I, I think with, again, like I was saying before, the darkness that's coming, we're gonna, it, some of it's coming, we're, we're gonna, it will be there, but... The Lord is there. He's our promise. He's our provision. And he's going to, the, the daily abundance, the blessings, we're going to swim in it if we swim in the river, if we're in him. Um, we're going to, I, I do believe we're going to walk in such blessings that we're, we're just going to, like you know, we've talked about before, about receiving things and walking in such blessing that you haven't even asked for stuff. And it's just going to be there because there's going to be such sort of, uh, what's the word, I guess, depravity and, and lack of. But in him, we're going to have more than we need. And, and as we walk in and be clo- as we're closer in him and uh, being obedient and doing the things he's calling us to do, that abundance is going to, is going to blossom. I believe we're, we're going to walk in things and get things and have things that we haven't even asked for, the desires of our hearts. It makes me think of a, um, a mate of mine, he, well, a guy I work with. He, his brother got married about a year, earlier this year. And his dad got up to do a bit of a speech, not, you know, a bit of long-winded thing, and a um, bit of a character apparently. And he, he he was telling everyone, he's like, oh yeah, I, I bought um, I, I bought my, I bought, you know, I wanted to, I, I heard my, my son, he, he he wanted to get a boat. No, this is the the, the guy getting married, and he, my, my my son called me, he goes, hey dad, I'm gonna get a boat. Yeah, cool, cool. And he's like, oh yeah, that's great. And um, and he told him about the boat. But anyway, the dad gets online, finds the boat gets it, buys it in a bidding, like on eBay or whatever it is. He's bidding it, you know, he's just going for it, gets it, calls his son, he goes, hey, son, I got the boat. And he's like, what are you talking about? He goes, yeah, I bought the boat for you. He goes, what do you mean? Yeah, yeah, I was having, I was in a bidding war with someone and I got it. He goes, dad, that was me. So he was bidding against his son. So, yeah, so he, I still haven't asked the question how much they could have actually got the boat for if they didn't bid against each other. But it, that, the Lord was reminding me, reminding me of that. That's a father loving his son and just wanting the best for him. He didn't even ask for it. He just did it. Um, obviously, he could have saved some cash. But, but, but that's, that's like our father. Like He wants the very best for each and every one of us. And he, he's, he has a storehouse laid up for each and every one of us. Um, where's that scripture? I did have it here. I've skipped past it, I think. Maybe I didn't put it in here. 
Um, <clears throat> I forget what it is. I think it's, I think it's um, um, how the Lord talks about there's the, the blessings and the treasures for each and every one of us. The Hebrew word is actually it's stored up, it's reserved, it's protected. So that means no one's touching it. So everything that the Lord has for Roz, it's, it's all there. It's everything you need, it's, it's there for you. And no one can touch it. Like it's hidden, it's protected, it's reserved for you. And that, that's a, an everyday reality, like that loving kindness being commanded. And I really believe in, that we're going to walk in that and see that like never before in the days to come. <clears throat> um, right, I'll, I'll probably I'll land the plane. Um, but... We, we know the river, it's all about intimacy. We need to, it's about um, intimacy and, and surrender, being in the Lord, total obedience, totally let go, like let, letting go of the, of the edge, casting things off, things, burdens. It's, it's, like, it's like a mountain climber. Like when they, when they go up the mountain, they travel light. You can't, you can't go to a higher altitude with stuff on your back. It weighs you down. It's like a hot air balloon. I mean, the Lord gave me a vision of this one time. It's like a hot air balloon, and he was telling me, like, showing me to, like, they cut the sandbags, the weights. He's like, look, hey, Josh, Joshy, Joshy, Joshy. And he, he showed me to, to cut the, the sandbags as the weights, you know, like, whether it was some hurt from the pain or, or unbelief or whatever. So I was cutting the, the sandbags off my, you know, my hot balloon, hot air balloon basket, and I would ascend higher and higher. So it's the same with the with the mountain climbing, like travelling light. And I believe that's what the Lord is really saying. Like, I think he's, what he was showing me, and, and this is what I'd, I'd like to give to you guys, um, as, you know, if, if you want to do it, when you, when you get home, whether it's tonight or another time, just, I don't know, we've done this stuff before, but I, I just felt the Lord saying it again, like, to, to do it again. To do, it's like a spiritual spring clean. Like, we're in the season of spring. It's a spring cleaning season. Um, and I, I believe that that's what I feel the Lord was saying. It's like, do another audit, do another, do another internal check, do another, like an audit of yourself. And, and, and this time while we've got it, just be quiet before the Lord. Ask him, ask the Holy Spirit to show you the things, those sandbags that he wants you to cut. Ask him to show you the things to, to leave at the edge of the river so you can actually get to the middle of the river because with those heavy things, you're going to sink. So it's a, it's a, uh, the Lord is wanting us to, to clean, clean house a bit, I think. Not saying we're defiled and dirty, but it's just, you know, he, he wants, he just, he just wants purity. He wants holiness. He wants obedience. And that looks like, you know, it, 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 it's always going to cost us something following the Lord and coming closer to him. But I want, and I know we want, we want to be used and, and, to, to come into that, that flow, we need to let go. Um, yeah, I think I might just leave it there, actually, I reckon. But I'll, um, I'll just, I might just pray just to cap it off. Um, yeah, I think. Yeah, that'll do, donkey. Um, all right. Okay. Um, Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you, Lord God, that you are ever, ever present. Just like Daryl said at the beginning with that tag, wherever we go, you're there. Wherever we, whatever we do, whatever we, wherever we stand, whatever we do, you are with us, Father. 
And we thank you, Lord God, for the season that's coming. Whatever it looks like, you are there with us. You go before us. You are front and rear guard. You are glory in the midst. You're a wall of fire that surrounds us. Lord God, we thank you for every good thing that you have laid up for us. Lord God, it's got our names written on it, and it's up to us to draw upon those things. It's up to us to access those things. You're calling your bride deeper. You're calling your bride higher. And Lord, we just respond to that, Lord God. We respond to your invitation of going higher as a church. And individually, Lord God, we we say yes to going higher in you. We say yes to going deeper in you. We say yes to going into the middle of the river, Lord. And I pray and ask, Father God, that you would show each and every one of us the things that you want us to let go of, the things that you want us to deal with, the things that you want us to, to cut off, Lord God, whatever it is, so that we may ascend, that we may go deeper and, and, and go up that mountain, Lord God, because it's the, you know, who, who can ascend the holy hill of the Lord? We want to be those ones who are holy, Lord. We want to ascend to the high place in you. So Holy Spirit, I just ask you to move upon the hearts that are here and those that are listening, and myself as well. Father God, that you would just breathe on us in this, in this season of spring, that you would just speak to each and every heart, Lord God, in the time of intimacy, that you would reveal to each one whatever it is that you are calling to be let go of, Lord. Give us the, 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 show us what it is and give us the grace to be able to do it, Father. And we just bless you, Lord, and we just... We thank you for what's coming. We thank you that the victory of the Lord will be seen. We thank you for the victory of Jesus Christ in South Australia. We thank you for the victory in this nation. We thank you for the flames of fire being put on those mountains. We thank you, Lord God, that the body of Christ is rising up. We thank you, Lord God, that the body of Christ is waking up. We thank you that the body of Christ is stepping into her original design. She will walk talk and act like a mature son and daughter and she will take ground and she will see the light of the Lord burn away everything that's not of you father and we shall be that holy city on a hill we thank you Lord for what's coming and we just bless you father we thank you for it in Jesus name all right I think I'll I'll hand hey hey Awesome. Was that a good word? Come on. So good. I don't think I've ever seen so many impersonations in one. Uh, we, ended, we ended with ended with Shrek, which I thought was really, really good. Awesome. Why don't we stand to our feet? Can we just put the pads on just before we do communion? just want to acknowledge just something really quickly on the back of what you did. Do you want to come and do it? Come and, you come and do it. Just... Okay, I'm just going to pray. So everyone, just if you can, close your eyes um, and just, just, just engage with the, with the Spirit. Um, okay. Father God, I thank you. In Jesus' name, it is our given right to see in the Spirit. I thank you that you have given us that ability to see and hear in the spirit so right now father god i establish the spirit of truth right here right now and i thank you father for your river flowing in this place lord god i thank you for speaking to each and every heart right now lord god
and stay engaged, guys. But if you, just for, I don't know, maybe 30 seconds or a minute, just ask the Lord, like I've just prayed then about the Lord showing us those things to let go of. But just 30 seconds, you know, even if we, if, even if you, if we pray in the Spirit, because we, we can multitask, <laughs> but if we pray in the Spirit for a minute or so, but while you're doing that, just ask the Lord to show you those things that He wants you to let go of. And then we'll do something together after that. yourself walking towards the river and if you do have anything that the Lord has highlighted or something that you're aware of as you're walking towards the river I want you to take it off your back like a backpack or a, or a belt or whatever it is or and just drop it picture yourself doing that drop it and just step into the river engage the river those things that we have laid down, those things that we have let go of. Lord God, we, we choose to, if you, if you want to agree with this, we choose to let them go once and for all. We choose to cut them off from us once and for all and just leave them. And like Abraham, Lord, he didn't turn around. He didn't look back. So Father, we choose to go into you. We choose to go deeper into you. We choose to go higher into you. We say yes and amen, Lord. We ask you, Lord, to take us where you want us to go. And Lord, over the coming days or weeks, Father God, if, there's, if there are other things, Lord, please, we thank you for highlighting them and bringing them to our attention, Lord God. And we just thank you that your river, Lord, is, it's, it's an invitation. It's not just a river, it's an invitation. And the river is you, Father God. We want you. But Lord, you want us more than we want you. You are so desperate for us, Lord. 
Okay, if you guys would like to grab your communion as well. Stay engaged if you can. Open it without looking. Father, in your mighty, beautiful, holy Son, Jesus, we thank you for the sacrifice of your Son. We thank you for the gift of your Son. And we thank you, Lord God, that in Christ we are a new creation. Our old man is gone, just like those things that we've, we've just um, laid at the river. They're gone, they're behind us. And we just thank you, Lord God, that by the body of your Son and by the blood of your Son, we are a new creation. We are seated in heavenly places. We are hidden in you, Lord God, in Christ. And we just thank you, King Jesus, for all that you did. We praise and we bless your holy name. For the rest of our days, we will sing glory, glory, glory to your name, Lord. Worthy are you, Lord God, of all glory, honor, and praise. You alone, Jesus, you alone. It's your name is the name above every other name. We just honor you in this place, Lord. And we thank you that your great sacrifice has allowed us to become one with you as that current in the river. So we just thank you, Lord, as we eat and we drink of your body, King Jesus, that you would flush us clean yet again. We thank you for a spiritual blood transfusion right now with the DNA of, of Almighty God. We thank you for your DNA, Lord Jesus, that's in us. And we thank you that you are our promise and our provision. We thank you for blessing us to us, Father God, in Jesus' name.